Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mike Springston FFC Podcast, where we coach you in the Word. Today, we're entering into Session 5 of the message, When Does One Receive the Works and the Gifts of the Holy Spirit? And we're looking forward to sharing Session 5 with you. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for the Word of God. Open our eyes that we can see, our ears that we can hear, and our heart that we can understand what the Word of God says to us. Then let us plant our lives so that we can be changed into the image of your dear Son. Jesus, speak to us. We'll surrender ourselves, sanctify ourselves, and yield ourselves to your voice. As the Holy Ghost reveals what we need to know, do, understand, and demonstrate, we'll receive it and reveal it to your people. And as we do, we'll be changed by the transmission of the voice of Jesus Christ. Bless us now, I pray, in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, who is our High Priest, our Lord, and our Man in the Godhead. Amen and amen. We want to welcome all of those of you from around the world who are downloading and listening and studying along with us. We pray we're a blessing. Remember all of the ways that you can contact us, springston56 at gmail.com, mikespringstonministries.com, ffcma.org, or through Family Fellowship Chapel's direct messaging. I also want to remind you of my book, I Surrender. It's available on Amazon or through your local bookstore. Today we're beginning again with our foundation text of Ephesians 4-7, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ, and we know that's the portion of the gift of Christ. 1 Peter 5-9 says, Whom stand fast, whom resist, meaning the devil, stand steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a little while, will make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. What are we finding? The answer to increasing uh, is to increase your faith and to be established in the great gift of God, the portions that Jesus Christ has accomplished. But the means to accomplish this is not necessarily through prayer from the perspective of the first three works that began at the cross. That's because these three works deal with your personal spiritual healing, your spiritual preservation, and your deliverance from the bondage that was produced in you by sin as you spiritually follow Jesus and deposit the old nature in the region of the damned. There is, of course, no supply found in these three works except for your spiritual supply. There is no rich things except the new relationship that's been changed in your spirit man. If we remain here, our lives will be frustrated. And that's because we will see life through a glass ceiling and not know how to get to what we see. This, of course, because of the modern day teaching, is the condition of our church today. Now, the ministry has decided that since we're unable to get what the Bible says, we can have that God somehow has changed. So we don't preach these moves and methods of God anymore. We say that those days have passed away. We make excuses for God because we have failed to understand how God does what he does. 
We intellectualize the scripture and change the messaging. Now we attempt to become teachers of psychology and philosophy. We made the word of God into a fable. Why? Because we thought the word of God had no terms and no conditions. We thought that being saved opened all of the doors of heaven. The truth is, well, simply stated, this just isn't so. People have been left devastated, angry, frustrated, and disoriented due to man's irresponsible attempt to divide the word of truth. So let's move forward in the walk with Jesus and identify with his next action. When we do, we will see that there is a part of the plan of salvation that is allocated to this work, and we will see that it is reproduced in the believer. So Jesus crosses the threshold of the veil that was torn from top to bottom. He enters out of the smoke into the throne room of God. When he does, he is worshipped by the angels. He is the lamb that was slain, and who is worthy? He is established as Lord. God pronounces him as Lord. Pronouncing upon him the complete lordship over everything in all three worlds. He now holds complete authority and has become the supreme ruler to reign over everything that's been created in heaven, earth, and hell. God is pleased to give him this exalted name and causes everything that has a name to bow the knee to his rule and reign. Then Jesus returns to earth and makes a proclamation for all of the world, the believers to come, and those in the hearing of his statements. In Matthew 28 and Mark 16, He says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Here we see that Jesus is producing the ability to show his power, to those in heaven and earth, also what must be done in response to this declaration. In verse 20, a statement is made that must be understood, teaching them to observe, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. So we have been... to the place and found out that he is the way, the truth, and the life. We have been told to worship him in spirit and truth. We've been told to pick up the cross and follow him. So if we are to observe all things whatsoever he commanded, whatsoever he said, and that these observances of following commands would bring him to be with us always, then, my friend, we must follow him.
Where do we follow him? We walk in the places where he walked to receive the portions as he distributed them. Now look over into Matthew chapter 16, verse 15 through 20. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. Aha! Now we see why consistently in the book of Acts that those that were brought into the new tongues were baptized in the name of Jesus because this activity of power and presence and authority reign and rule disseminated from the fact that he was now Lord. So in the book of Acts, when we see being baptized in the name of Jesus, we are not correlating that with the commands Jesus gave in Matthew 28. We are correlating that with the subsequent works of what occurred from his lordship and moved on as it was released from his position in the Godhead. He said, in my name, they'll cast down devils. They'll have power. They'll have authority. And they'll speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick, and they'll recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. They went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following, amen. Signs that followed his name. Here we see the result of his lordship. He has all power and all authority to reproduce the message throughout the believers. Those believers would have the soundness of the plan of salvation provided for them by the act of the lordship of Jesus Christ. They would have the ability given to them by the Holy Spirit to reproduce that power and that authority upon five distinct regions of their lives and of the lives of whom they would minister. In these regions, every knee would bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. We would be the Holy Spirit's reproduction of his power and his authority over these five distinct places where the enemy may attack us or he may attack others, we would, by the use of his name, cast down demons. We would be able to control the demonic world by using this name. Demons would have to not only be revealed, but be dispatched out of our environment and sent back into their habitat by our use of the name of Jesus. As we can see, the Holy Spirit reproduced through us the power and authority of his lordship. Then we would speak with new tongues. These tongues, in fact, are tongues that are associated with the events we see in Acts 2. But they are also a new tongue that dispenses the language of the knowledge of what Christ Jesus has done. 
These tongues are coordinated with the power and authority that is expressed in the use of the name of Jesus. These tongues would direct themselves towards the act of the devil and the attacks of the devil against not only ourselves but other people. Our tongue would have a power of purpose that would do the works of Jesus and cause every knee to bow and every tongue to confess the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We would use this name now to repel the attacks of the devil that came against us from any outside source. We would use this name to repel sickness and disease that would attack our body, our organs, our muscles and tissues. We would use this name to lay hands on those that were sick and see them recover. Now how was this to be done? We would use the name. We would have his lordship to be reproduced in our lives. When we used this name, two things occurred. The Lord himself identified with us from his position of Lord and confirmed our relationship to this position. He then did the work by producing signs and miracles in coordination with his name, which is the name above every name, which is the name to which every knee bows and every tongue confesses, which is the name that causes hell to shudder, and shut down because they are destroyed by that name, which is the name that causes heaven to worship and them to cry, worthy is that lamb, and which is the name that is embedded in your spirit man because you have believed on Jesus Christ. So what did Paul say concerning this? Hebrews 1, 13 and 14. But to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies, make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits? Now watch it now, talking about angels, who because he has sat down are sent forth to minister for them, that's you and me, who are the heirs of salvation. As we can see, this action by Jesus is a step in the process that has produced a corresponding release of salvation. Now we will encounter the final step. It's been revealed to us in an extended fashion in Hebrews 1.13. But to which of the angels said he at any time Sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Now I want to say this. The Lordship of Jesus Christ revealed to us that we could use his name as if he was present and in his name everything in life that has a name or has a tongue would bow. Doesn't matter what it is. When we come through the process of salvation that brings us into soundness, that is what the Lordship of Jesus did. It brought us into complete soundness. We were sound spiritually. We were sound in the economy of heaven. We are sound in our inner man. That means we are functioning correctly. Hell now can say, 
Jesus I know and Paul I know and Mike I know because I am sound. I am absolutely impervious because of the plan of salvation. Watch how I did it. First off, he healed me. Then he preserved me. Then he delivered me totally free and into a new man, full of the robe of righteousness, full of the abundance of grace. Then he made me a priest where my worship became so perfected that when I got done with it, I looked in the smoke just like Jesus. Then he brought me in to the throne room of God and made me, because of Jesus, to be so sound and so perfect, so established and so settled and so strengthened that when I walked into the throne room of God, I was thoroughly, totally in the image of his dear son. I am now seated in heavenly places, not as a fan seated in the nosebleed section as they do at football or baseball or basketball games, but I am seated in the throne room of God with Christ Jesus because in the eye of God, I've come through the plan of salvation that brings me into the perfection that is Jesus Christ. So I live in this lordship and this position of perfection that is a deeper position than the position of righteousness because I have come in not only from righteousness into a priesthood and now I am operating in the lordship equality of lordship by the use of his name, by the soundness of the Holy Spirit, so that the house of the wicked is stepped on from the foundation to the neck, every ounce as much by my pronunciation of the word of of the name of Jesus Christ and his words, that name has such power and authority, it is if Jesus himself spoke it. Hell stands up and recognizes and has to bow. Every demon bows under the voice of the one who has come into the lordship of Jesus Christ, who has walked into that totally sound position where you and Jesus are accepted at the same level, seated at the same level, magnified in the the portals of heaven, Uh, The angels of God are ministering to me just like they minister to him. Why? Because I came through his plan. What was that plan, Pastor Mike? Salvation. The angels of God are sent now to minister to me who are, are now operating as an heir inherited in the salvation of God. What a place to be, my friends. What a place to miss. Because if you miss this, you're missing the place where you are able, for the first time, to become more than an overcomer. Now, when you got saved, you were forgiven of sin. When you were preserved and buried your flesh, that was a great moment. 
When you deposited your sin identifying with righteousness and grace, that was a powerful moment for you because in your personal spiritual walk, you had transferred you, what God, Jesus had done was transmitted to you and righteousness became yours. But as you proceed to follow Jesus into the tabernacle and you learn to worship appropriately, you not, you, you, there you become safe in this spiritual dominion. But when you come into his lordship, there you begin to operate in a dominion that is over principalities and power. It is a dominion where principalities and power and rulers of darkness and high places have to stand down at your voice. This is where we're missing it, friends. This is when I look at the world and the world is living in such weakness. We're missing it because we have never gone into the place where we are so sound that we can operate against principalities and powers, rulers of darkness in high places, and come against them with the plan of salvation that is, is used in the name of Jesus and have him speak out of you as if he himself were speaking directly into the spirit world. If we understood the Lordship, we think that Lordship is just our bowing down. Well, in its infancy, it is. In its more grace and greater grace, according to Jesus' teaching, this ain't according to me, according to Jesus' teaching, you were to take His Lordship and control everything in your world, every demonic attack against your mind, will, emotions, body, every demonic attack against the words that would come out of your mouth, the impressions the devil would try to make against you from your outer world, and the impressions the devil would try to make against you from your inner world, all were controlled by the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And as his lordship is exposed in greater and more grace, the superabundance of grace, you become the agent of his lordship that he uses to speak and allow him to confirm. This is so beautiful and big and the church has no clue because we are in the mode of trying to get people to bow not trying to get people to function and operate in the soundness that his lordship produces for you to live and experience the eternal life of Jesus Christ in the moment, inherited now. It's eternal for you to live in now. The lordship of Jesus Christ is applicable available and activated by the plan of salvation through the reproduction of his lordship in you for you to use now. His lordship, being such in heaven, is a wonderful thing. But only when his lordship is reproduced in you by the Holy Spirit 
does his lordship take on dynamic implications of how you will deal with your world, your body, your spirit, and the demonic. And it gives you the power in the name of Jesus to draw your world totally under the rule and reign of the kingdom of his dear son. You are to do that. You are to be sound. You are to use his lordship. You are to be the one who will go in and come into that throne room of God totally acceptable, totally under the, the, the awning, the covering of the lordship of Jesus Christ, available there to use that lordship to take care of every element of your life, every element, and then to be able to take that lordship to someone else and lay hands on them in that name and watch the name spawn the action of Jesus Christ and cause the Holy Spirit to reproduce in the one you're praying for the actions of Jesus Christ. My friend, this thing is so rich and so real, and we've totally overlooked it. We put it in a canister and said, oh, that's what the Lordship means. I make him Lord. Well, my friends, if we follow the plan of salvation, we will make him Lord, but we will go into more grace and we will go into greater grace because what does the scripture say? As he is, so are we in this world. So if he is Lord, and we go into more grace, we are able to use his name to expose his presence, his authority, his power in this life and bring about the wonderful blessings of signs and miracles all out of his lordship. We function in that soundness. Now look, when we watch this, the Holy Ghost tells me something here I want to share with you. We function as if we are seated with him in heavenly places. We function as if we are seated with him in heavenly places. Think about that. We are able to apply to this world and to our lives the lordship of Jesus Christ as though we are seated with him currently in heavenly places, which Paul says we are. So for us not to understand the application of the, the process of salvation that brings us soundness, that brings us absolute soundness, that means that our liver is sound, our heart is sound, our lung is sound, our joints are sound, our mind is sound. All of these things that, that are sound, that means they are functioning at the highest level possible. That all comes out of the lordship of Jesus Christ. Now who is causing this lordship to function? Well, the writer of the book of Hebrews, whom I believe to be Paul, has told us the angels are being dispatched to ensure that his lordship is in complete sound operation. Why? Because they're ministering to us through salvation. 
They're ministering to us through every portion. So let's say that we make a mistake. They're going to minister the portion that Jesus did at the cross. We have an advocate with the Father through Jesus Christ. Let's say that we need a mediator on something. Let's say that we need an intercessor on something. All of these are going to come through the plan that God has relayed to us through salvation. Because salvation is the working order of the actions of Jesus that are replicated in you by the Holy Ghost. So now what we found is that there are five so far actions that Jesus has done that are replicated in us by the Holy Ghost and that have a definite divine plan of God through His plan of salvation operating to us. So we saw the action of death at the cross. We saw the replication of healing in our body by the Holy Ghost. Forgiveness. And we saw salvation manifest itself in healing. We saw him buried in the tomb. We saw the flesh die that is replicated in us by the Holy Ghost. And out of that, the preservation of the Spirit. It's the only thing that matters. Then we saw the action of him going to the region of the damned and being resurrected from the dead. There we saw the Holy Spirit drawing us with him out of hell. Delivering us is the act of salvation. Then we saw him go, his action as high priest, making the way for us to be replicated into ministers and priests after his own order. And salvation producing in us safety, security. Then we see him become Lord. Whenever he becomes Lord, his action there is an action of supreme authority. The replication of that action in us is that the supreme authority of the name of Jesus is replicated in our spirit to come out of our tongue. And the complementary part of it is salvation. The divine plan of God And there we see complete soundness where we can use the action of him being declared Lord replicated in us by the use of the name of Jesus sound for us to use that name against demons to speak with a new tongue to bring about the deflection of any external attack to bring about healing in any internal attack and then to infuse us with the replication of the name of Jesus, whereby we would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. All because the Lordship of Jesus Christ is working with us. What a great place to be, only if we knew it, only if the church knew it. We're still trying to bow. My friend, we've already done that. We bowed when we came through and learned to worship in the priesthood. In the Lordship of Jesus Christ, we need to learn how to replicate the use of His name as the Holy Spirit is trying to show us. We need to learn how to operate in the complete soundness where we are impervious to principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in high places. That's where we need to be. 
That's stage five. Father, I thank you for the word of God. I pray that you'll minister to us, open our minds and hearts that we may see. Give us the revelation of this, God, so that we can live in the power you provided for us. We'll give you praise and honor and glory for all of it in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, who is our high priest, our Lord, and our man in the Godhead. Amen and amen. We'll be back with session six, which will then take us into the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We will find where the works, the replications of the Holy Spirit through the five, first five plans of, of salvation uh, and actions of Jesus will culminate in God through Jesus Christ dispersing into the church the gifts of the Spirit. May God bless you. Find Him as Lord and there you'll walk in power. Find Him as the man in the Godhead and there He will show you great and mighty things that are to come. May God bless you until we speak again.